Now the news. I'm Tian Yu. The meeting of the G20 foreign ministers in Rio de Janeiro has wrapped up after two days of discussions. Global security and the reform of global institutions topped the agenda. The group decided to schedule a second meeting of the foreign ministers in September to keep working on preparations for the group summit in November. Paulo Cabral reports. The second day of the G20 foreign ministers meeting in Rio de Janeiro was dedicated to discussing global governance and the need to reform international multilateral institutions. But there were still echoes of the first day's talks all behind closed doors when the focus was on global security. Just ahead of the meeting, Chinese Vice Foreign Minister Ma Zhaoshu had stated that China didn't believe the G20 should be a platform for resolving geopolitical and security issues. Nevertheless, Brazilian Foreign Minister Mauro Vieira reported to the media that conflicts like Gaza did enter the talks. Outside the meeting venue in downtown Rio de Janeiro, a small group also staged a protest against Israel's military operations in Gaza. China's permanent representative to the United Nations has called for the immediate cessation of the Israeli military offensive into Rafah in southern Gaza. Addressing the UN Security Council on Thursday, Zhang Jun once again called for an immediate ceasefire in the Gaza Strip. We need to point out that the essence of any action of this council is to achieve an immediate ceasefire. Any message sent out via our action must be clear, unequivocal, unambiguous, and unmistakable, rather than prevaricate or beat about the bush. At this point, the council needs to demonstrate a strong resolve rather than negotiating skills only. Zhang said the U.S. veto of an Algerian-drafted resolution meant that the Security Council missed yet another opportunity to push for a ceasefire. The Chinese envoy also called for efforts to ensure unimpeded humanitarian access to Gaza. The Chinese foreign minister had said all members of the Shanghai Cooperation Organization should jointly pursue the organization's sound development and make it a stabilizing anchor amid the changes of the world. Wang Yi attended a reception in Beijing in celebration of the 20th anniversary of the SCO Secretariat. Wang said that all member states should work together to make the SCO bigger and stronger. Chinese and U.S. officials have exchanged views on the situation on the Korean Peninsula. Special representative of the Chinese government on Korean Peninsula affairs Liu Xiaoming had a video call with U.S. senior official for North Korea Jong H. Pak. Liu said all stakeholders should face up to the crux of the peninsula issue and address each other's concerns in a balanced manner through meaningful dialogue. The U.S. side said it values China's role in addressing the peninsula issue and is ready to communicate and cooperate with China in this regard. South Korea has raised its health alert after thousands of doctors walked off the job this week. They are protesting against a government plan to raise the number of medical school admissions. The walkout by almost two-thirds of the country's young doctors has forced hospitals to turn away patients and cancel procedures. Authorities say the country will maximize the use of public hospitals to help alleviate pressures on the medical system. Representatives from the member states of the Association of Southeast Asian Nations and the ASEAN Secretariat have reviewed the work of a key committee on financial cooperation and outlined strategic plans for the years ahead. The representatives gathered in Laos for the 78th meeting of the Working Committee on Financial Services Liberalization. Officials in charge of the committee highlighted the progress in the body's activities, including key initiatives in the financial sector and the ASEAN Economic Community Strategic Plan.
A zoo in Spain's capital Madrid has hosted a farewell party for its beloved panda family of five, who will soon return to China. The panda couple, accompanied by their three Madrid-born cubs, will fly back to Chengdu in southwest China on February the 29th. The zoo will expect a younger panda couple from China in the coming months, following the renewal of its agreement for joint panda protection with the China Wildlife Conservation Association. U.S. company Intuitive Machines' first lunar lander has touched down on the moon. It marks the first American spacecraft to land on the lunar surface in more than 50 years. And that's the news. I'm Tianyu.